Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Lindy. On this beautiful day. Absolutely. Wherever we are. (laughs) On the West Coast. Yes. Whereas I know our friends on the East Coast are getting slammed with another snowstorm. So let's just uh, wish them safety and, you know, protection so that everything blows over soon, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So. We have a topic for today. Yes. I wanted to throw something out there um, that I have been experiencing or at least become more aware of. I probably always experienced it, but maybe now with the veil thinner and, and things speeding up so much, maybe I'm just recognizing it more. Um, I was, I was noticing that I have a tendency, I meet uh, new people or if I meet someone or talk to somebody for the first time, I immediately find myself seeing all these positive things about them, things that I can connect with. It's almost like a Maybe I'm, I've been isolated for so long that I'm desperate to see connection with people, maybe. Um, but I get into this, like, a viewing of them as just, oh, wow, noticing all the things that are the same or that are in common or that uh, are admirable. or and, and then I find the more I talk to them or if I continue to see them or meet with them I start to see a different side I start to see things I don't like um, that are really in contrast to what I originally saw Um, I'm I'm seeing almost like craziness sometimes with people that I thought were fairly stable then they'll say or do something that makes me go what the heck is that about you know and and it just shakes me up and then I start questioning my original intuitive sense of this person. Like, was I completely off? Did I just see what I wanted to see? Is my radar like screwed up? What is happening? So I just wanted to throw that out. I'm noticing it more and more that I experienced this. And let me leave it there for now. So interesting to me because we haven't talked about this before until this morning, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a common theme in my family. This is one of the big ones for me and my dad. That was uh, something I recognized in myself. He was extreme with this, where somebody would come into his life and this person was just so awesome. And then they would have some things that he didn't think were so awesome. And so he would make them like the devil. There was no in between with him. And so when I started noticing it with myself, it was many years, decades ago (laughs) Mm -hmm. and playing with it. So I understand what you're talking about. And, And then my mind, when I'm in that in love, I call it my in love phase. I never think about it, but isn't it interesting when we start seeing with judgment, quote unquote, red flags, 
things that start bothering us. And I ask myself, is that, am I seeing in them what's in me that I don't let myself see? Is that why I'm so upset and bothered right now? Or I see something in them about me that I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. And that I, right. That I don't want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Which is usually what it is. But then I immediately reject that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no oh, way. I, I'm like that. Yeah. Oh, I don't have that crazy streak in me. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm laughing because I demonstrate <laughs> that I do have that in me. <laughs> I know. That's how it. But it's just. What, what I get, what I find I keep re-experiencing through this is that, like, the in-loveness that you just described, right? Right. And then, and then this immediate, like, what, deflation and disappointment that comes when I say, you know, this person is not who I thought they were going to be, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Well, there goes another potential friend partner whatever whoever boss <laughs> whatever um yeah it's like it's like i don't want to see it i just i really don't i i want to be in the in love state i, I don't want to have that deflation and disappointment whack me because they say or do something and i go what like i like someone whacked me across the face like snap me out of it you know like the movie moonstruck when she says snap out of it (laughs) yeah yeah it's like someone smacked me and said hello this person is nuts why did you think they were so wonderful and then I start to say okay well then that is my intuitive sense because the in loveness was a facade it was something I just drew upon them because I was desperate for a connection and now my intuitive self says, uh, hello, there's some stuff here that you might want to <laughs> be cautious about because I could tend to then ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, pretend it's not there. You know what I'm saying? So there's two different sides to it. Yeah. So I, I have this theory. I work on percentages. You know, what, what is the percentage with, the relationship is it 60 40 is it 80 20 whatever that's how i make a judgment discerning moving forward but i've been playing with this concept as well in seeing it in streams of energy instead mm-hmm. of it being the whole person it's it's a stream of energy within them so i think that the in love part in the beginning for me is about all that connectiveness the universal connection and then mm-hmm. further on the personal level, oh, like they love to get up early like me. They like to meditate like me. They like to read like me. And then when I get to know them more, the things that might bother me, oh, they lose their temper quickly. Um, <laughs> and it's not logical temper losing. Of course, that's my own choice or my own judgment, right? <laughs> so I've been playing with um, not demonizing the whole person it's just this one stream of energy that they're lighting up Mm -hmm. that's true that's a good way to look at it yeah and then I think for me the rejection when I I ask myself so are you like that do you lose your temper easily is 
it's also a stream of energy that can occur within me. But instead of saying, you know, I'll reject it by asking the question, oh, well, it must be in you. This is something we need to work on it. But he immediately, because I can say, no, that isn't true. Then I reject it without further analyzation because it doesn't have to be exact same behavior. It's really the emotion that propagates the, the behavior and it's the choices we make with the action based on the emotion. Mm -hmm. So trying to take a step back um, helps looking at the whole situation with, within myself and, and not to look at it just like, oh no, I don't have that so that I completely reject the whole Right. It doesn't have to be either or exactly. or black and white. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so that's why I, I tend to go back and forth. Like you said, I'm like, okay, that was a stream of energy or that was an aspect of them. That's not all of who they are. I'm still seeing all of who they are. I, I think I'm just getting the essence of the, you know who they are. But for me, then if more and more and more things reveal themselves that don't feel right to me I finally do get to a point where I say okay this is this is not what I thought it was going to be and I need to kind of step back you know um so I, I feel like I'm doing that more too like I have a certain level that I can accept and and get to before I feel like okay there's too much that I'm not resonating with that. I don't want to keep overlooking, you know, like where is that line? That's for people. I'm just throwing it out there in general. Do people have a line? Do they feel like, you know, <laughs> I've learned enough. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. This is our second conversation. I don't need to talk to you ever again. Or <laughs> is it like, you know, two years down the road that they say, you know, well, I did see this eight months ago, but I kind of thought that that was, you know, something we could work out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also find for me, it's hard because that in love space, uh, space, I blew it up so big. I invested <laughs> myself already. So, yeah. so when the, the red flags start coming up more and more, I start defending what I first saw. Exactly. Yes, that's true. Yes. And that's then it I makes mean. the I whole. From... <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you go ahead. No, I'm, I was going to say, yeah, I, you can defend, you, you start defending what you originally saw because you don't want to be wrong about it. Right. You You know what you felt and secretly you're thinking please don't ruin this please don't ruin this right <laughs> please please don't say another word to ruin this because i still want to be in love with this concept person idea whatever and the other part of that is i turn the judgment on myself so now i'm feeling bad that i'm not feeling so great about this other person and now that <laughs> i'm defending my in love position it's kind of like a double whammy on myself <laughs> <laughs> right so that's exactly what happens and you know i find that 
sometimes I get to that point as well, where then I beat myself up about what is wrong with you? Are you that judgmental? Yeah. After like that, you're willing to throw out this, you know, person or this potential situation because X, Y, and Z doesn't sound right or feel right. Like get over yourself for God's sake. People put up with things and this is like, you know, I get into that. Right. Like you said, beat myself thing. But then this is the other piece that I want to understand. What is it about this in love thing? Like, why are we so quick to jump in and want to feel it? Like, why are we so invested in that feeling, like needing to have that? My first thought, I go back to, we're communal people. We're communal uh, species. We're very social. I think that part is just innate. I know. I th- well, I, I agree that we're social, but for me, it feels almost extreme. Like, you know, the fact that if I, if I connect with somebody, even for a little bit, and I get lit up by the, the conversation or the experience, I'll go from zero to a hundred. Like, I make a, a decision based on that. Like, oh, yes. Oh, this is great. I can't wait to spend time or do this or do that like I build it up so much that of course I'm going to be disappointed of yeah 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 I do exactly the same thing and I was thinking it would be interesting to have other people uh, write in or comment or we could even interview them because I do the same thing I go from one to a hundred and I've created so Mm -hmm. many stories based on those first interactions <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard not to disappoint myself after what I just built. What? Who could possibly live up to it? Right, right. Whatever we whatever we created in our minds that this is. So I think that is a good question. I mean, why why do we do that? Because I'm curious. Yeah. Are there other people that just go in and have that initial first meeting and it's great and you get all those little chills because you relate on so many different ideas, but they can walk away and say, okay, well, this is neutral. I hope I see this person again. We've exchanged numbers. We're, we're going to have a coffee date next week. And uh, yeah, it's all good. And leave it at that. And leave it at that. <laughs> no. But it, it's the same for me, even with jobs, you know? Right. Like, something that sounds potentially fabulous. And, you know, all of a sudden, then, the, you know, somebody pops a balloon. And, and it's, oh, yeah, now this person's a control freak. Oh, here's another micromanager. Oh, wow, they're having me do this. And that's not what they had said they wanted me to do. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It's all of that, like, um, it's like the fantasy versus the reality. And, like, I, I feel like at this point in life and with what we've been going through, like, I'm so desperate for anything that looks fantasy, <laughs> anything that looks potentially wonderful and blow it up out of proportion, out of desperation almost. Okay, so let me ask you this. For me, it's always been the same. And the reason I brought it up my dad was because this is big in my family. And, you know, I'm hoping that I'm a little less black and white and that I'm working with this concept. Is this something more extreme for you since uh, everything happened in the last year, since 2020? I don't know. I think it's just that I'm noticing it more. Mm. I don't know if it's more extreme. 
than it had been in the past. <clears throat> I think that it, it's been a pattern for me, <laughs> unfortunately. But maybe I, because things have slowed down in terms of getting out and about, the few times I have a new interaction or something new, I jump all over it. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is because of being, you know, the whole isolation factor has made it more obvious to me. It's hard for me to believe that we're not all like that to a certain degree, because every time we jump into something new, we're making new connections. We're changing everything in our head just to accommodate that experience. And we want the best. It's hope. It's not magical yes. thinking. It's hope. Right. That's true. But on the other, the flip side, what I really get bummed with is when it gets, um, when it doesn't work out. So then I go the other way, like what you were saying. And it comes back to the not trusting of myself. Right. Exactly. So what if, you know, that initial meeting and we were connecting on all those levels and we have this hope that is right, that our intuition did bring us to the right situation, the right person, the right job, whatever it is. And that it was supposed to be for that moment. And it brought us this, this, and this, and this. And maybe that's all. And that's all. <laughs> that's the part that I need help with. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it doesn't have to be, you know the whole other chunk that we just placed upon it in our minds about what it could be. Oh yeah. Because I mean, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just allowing and allowing the unfolding as opposed to projecting all of the other pieces onto it that we want to see or have. Yeah. That's what I think, you know, it's, it's, kind of yeah how much of it is just wanting to see those things and how much of it is just being super critical uh, and 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 for me it's the super critical part when I start to dissect or see things that don't feel good is that me just and my tendency to be super critical of myself or am I being unrealistic about what it is I'm looking for in the first place? Do I set myself up purposely to be disappointed so I could say, oh, you see, once again, you were wrong. This person's nuts. <laughs> you know? So, so much for your intuition. You just better stay to yourself because as soon as you start to think somebody is going to be what you think, then they show you who they are and you're not, you know, so it could be even like a self-fulfilling prophecy for some of us. Like, you see? Yeah. What happens when you open up and reach out? You, you were vulnerable and you were open to this person. And now you see that they're out of their minds. So what are you going to do about that? Well, <laughs> and even I like that you brought up the job situation. Because you can get into a job situation and you thought that it was going to be something completely different. Hope that this is going to be the, the end career game that I could see myself growing with this company and evolving and doing yeah. amazing the people things. people are great. The people are great. And then it turns into a poop show. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then it's, yeah. And how did I lead myself into this? So how do I trust myself? Yeah. What was it that I really saw in the first place? Or did I see it? Did I just want to see it? Or did I actually see it? But if, if I can take it to what it was for me, so I did have a situation like that. And when I look at it and I take away all of the expectations and the future dreams with it, it really was awesome for me because what it did is it clarified what I do not want and it helped clarify what I want. Yeah, that's, that's what the hope is that the experience will get you clearer. Right. Um, if you can stay with that and look at it that way, as opposed to feeling just disappointed and disgusted with yourself and your, your ability to discern about a situation, right? Right, right. But I like that, that you brought up the self-criticism um, piece of it, because I think that, kind, that turns in on itself. That's where... Um, like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. It's this circle that's not allowing for the expansion as long as we stay in that place instead of being able to see the things that it brought us at that specific moment and being able to let go of the, the hopes and the dreams that went along with it. Maybe that's it, it's transitioning from one to the other gracefully. That's a good way to look at it. I think that it brings the training I had years ago uh, when working with families and um, in a healthy families program. The the phrase that they always use is wonder and curiosity. And I always like that because it's okay. If I could just stay in the wonder and curiosity instead of the judgment, going to immediately to the judgment of the person and myself and just do, huh? Okay. This isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. I wonder Mm. what this is about. I wonder what this is about. I wonder what this connection is going to lead to. I wonder Mm. how this fits in with, what what's going on in my life right now i wonder why i drew this person into my life i wonder like yes it would be great we could stay in the wonder and curiosity i love 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 that i'm in the love phase right now (laughs) i know (laughs) we are the world we are the children i feel immediate relief from that if i could remember that do you yeah Because the other part with the self-critical, the next time that I'm in that situation, whether it's the job, now I'm expecting all the critical things and the judgment that I'm holding. Mm -hmm. I'm in a a whole nother place in that wonderment and curiosity. Instead of letting people move and change or the job, you know, the job, it's a lot of people usually, right? So now I start putting them all in their little square pegs. And I expect that's the kind of treatment I'm going to get back. So I'm already setting myself up for more disappointment and making it a more, more, more 
Can I say that again? Yeah. More <laughs> bad situation. And making a case. Oh, making, making a, case. a case. I start building the evidence. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. This is exactly what I knew was going to happen. Now this happened. Now that happened. And now if this happens, you know, that's it. Oh, look, that happened. I told you this is what was going <laughs> to. Right. Ooh, yeah. I love that. So how do we stay? How do we remember to stay in the wonder and curiosity? And the other question is, what are the boundaries? When do we let it go? Yeah. And my other question always goes back to the initial um, desire for the, for the love fest. You know, like, can I just go into something with the wonder and curiosity as opposed to the, oh, my God, I love this person. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. could I just be like, huh, this is an interesting connection I just had. I wonder where this is going to lead. I mean, because I feel that maybe it's the state of desperateness, the isolation, the vulnerability of this stage of life that we're living in that's making me jump for the, you know, fall in love aspect of the person or the situation as opposed to being able to stay neutral, you know, just be present and not jump all over it. You know, I like that. Like it's, a puppy. I think I love that <laughs> it's only been going on for you since this, because I've always been like that. <laughs> and I no, I, I'm not. I I'm love, not yeah, <laughs> I want to I want to I want to evolve. I want to stay in that wonder and curiosity and be more neutral from the very get-go because I am the first one. The sky is yeah. falling. The sky is expanding. Oh my gosh, did you see that? Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. <laughs> well, of course, where do you go from there? You have to right? go to, you know, <laughs> deflation. I mean, there's nowhere to go if you start off up there. So the answer <laughs> is not to start polar. <laughs> Not to start what? Polar. <laughs> Extreme. Oh, oh, polar. Okay, yes. Not to start way up there. Like or right, or recognize... way down there. <laughs> yeah, just to recognize that yes, we have a need to feel that. But the tendency to project that or jump all over the the potential of it is a bit extreme. <laughs> so yeah, and, and only leads to disappointment. And we can feel all those ahas and the chills and the connection and leave it there. Yes, that would be good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And not build it up, not go off, like you say, with the stories, not go off on the fantasy yes. of what this could potentially be. Because they said X, Y, and Z. And so now I'm going to go off on that. Yeah, because my X, Y, Z compared to their X, Y, Z, we don't really know. But mine, I know. <laughs> Those are the stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, thank you for validating that. Because I was, you know, just becoming aware of it. And again, more and saying, what is it that I'm doing? You know, are other people doing this or? Is this just me? <laughs> that always comes down to it. Is it me or dot, dot, dot? Well, that's why I'm super <laughs> excited and so in love with this conversation. And when you brought it up as a topic this morning, I jumped for joy. 
and I'm creating all kinds of stories because I'm so validated and I get to bring up my, my family drama and history with it and then get to explain my situation with it. So I, I love this, Lori. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She's loving it. We right. Hang up. Help me get neutral. You're only going to be disappointed if we talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> I'm neutral about it now. I'm really good. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love what you brought up. I like it. I'm neutral with it. I'm going to uh, work but, on this. No, it's it's true. I'm I'm always like asking, is it me? Um, you know, that's a, it's like a running joke with my sister. I'll say something like, um, "This doesn't make sense, and this doesn't make sense, and I don't know why this person did that." But hey, you know what? That's just me. And I always find myself ending the sentence with her like with you know that's just me what can I say so she sent me a keychain in the mail that that says I hate stupidity or is or that's just me, Maybe that's just me. <laughs> I hate stupidity but I love it that's just me I love it oh that's awesome and that's, that's awesome that's what I just keep asking is it is it me or is it other people but I feel better knowing that it's not just me. So thank you for validating. Thank you. And hopefully our listeners can also uh, validate and send us a message if it does resonate. Yes, please comment. Your experiences have yes, been. Yes, <laughs> please comment. Ask us questions. And if you would like to be interviewed, let us know. Yeah, we have good conversations. And we have a lot of really upcoming, uh, good upcoming topics that we are Looking forward to bringing to light in the near future. Yes, we do. It's been a pleasure, Lindy, as always. As always, Loretta. Lori from New York. <laughs> Lindy from L.A. We'll catch you next time. Love, Love you. you.